Ladies and gentlemen, this is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. And as we look back on this glorious history of sports, I would be remiss if I did not mention some of the most notable upsets in history. We have Buster Douglas knocking out Mike Tyson back in 1990. Chime and I beating the Ralph Sampson-led Virginia Cavaliers in 82. We have the USA defeating the Russians. Do you believe in miracles? That happened. That was also an upset. We have Joe Namath leading the Jets to their first Super Bowl victory. But no upset is greater than the 13 colonies defeating those dirty, stinky British people and forming the greatest country that this planet had ever seen. And this past week, we celebrated our Independence Day. Happy America Day, everyone. This is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. So I already talked about you know some of the things that are great for me and upsets in the Fourth of July. What are some other great American things on this uh, past patriotic week for you, Mr. Brown? Well, it's got to be like the uh, grilling out, obviously. The American flag swimming trunks. Yeah, fireworks. Oh, fireworks all day long. Uh, who's a great American uh, that that represents Fourth of July for you? Just in sports. Well, anything. I mean, it's got to be Hacksaw Jim Doug. Oh! Let me hear hear one one time. You stick your tongue out, stick your thumb up, and you wave a two-by-four around, right? I mean, you walk around looking like Harry and the Hendersons, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No millennial will understand that reference, but I love some John Lithgow. There you go. Yeah, the other uh, other other great thing that happened is uh, the American tradition that has become the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. And uh, Joey Chestnut, he won again, right? Yeah, he didn't get his record, but he got 71 hot dogs. He that, was shooting for 75. In 10 minutes, right? Yeah, 71 in 10 minutes. He was shooting for 75 to break his own record, but he won again. How many hot dogs can you eat in 10 minutes? <sighs> I think I could legit do 15. I think I could do like 25, maybe 30. Now, would you saw, saw, like make them soggy with water, or would you just try to eat them? Well, I, I can you know, proudly say I've not practiced trying to consume a bunch of wieners. But, uh, yeah, oh, I, I, I would probably probably just go with the dry approach. I mean, I will say this real quick, that uh, some dude challenged me on the Facebook page, and he said I couldn't eat four in ten minutes. I will gladly video that and just smoke that record easy. Four in ten minutes? He was like, he's like I like to see you eat four in ten minutes. I mean, I had hot dogs tonight for dinner, and I ate like two in like 30 seconds. Oh, absolutely. It's not that hard. Let's do that video. That's next. <laughs> That'll get some hits. <laughs> well, now's a probably a, a good a time as any to do a little bit of a social media rewind. Now, most of the things that we've probably covered over the past week, I'd say, are relative to actual news. We do have a little bit of Tom Fuller, and probably one of the best questions that I think you've asked in a while, Mr. Brown, is which one of these people would you prefer to party with? Now, before I give you the list, you know, you did have an honorable mention to Ric Flair, which, you know, I think he'd probably win hands down. But we just didn't want to recognize him again, right? No, nah, we put him on there enough, so I figured I would, like, hit up some other candidates. You also put Tiger Woods on there, and I'm going to tell you straight up, like, I don't think he would be fun to hang out with at all. 
Yeah, that might get awkward quick. He's a creep, man. Like I, I just think like at two a.m. at a bar with Tiger Woods, like that's not that's not fun times. And I'm not knocking Tiger. I'm just saying. And I kind of apologize for the Nature Boy lumping him with Tiger Woods. <laughs> I mean, they they they're both sex addicts, yeah. so it's okay. And I, I would think Charles Barkley would be outstanding. Charles Barkley would be fun. Yeah. Uh, but like Charles Barkley, like that has to be a pool party, I think, or something. Like I don't know, like just. I I I, I mean, how many terribles would you hear that night? Terrible, <laughs> you get a terrible amount of terribles, <laughs> and that's a terrible impression of Charles Barkley. But the the list that you gave, we had Wilt Chamberlain on there for obvious reasons. Um, you know, I think that's more a vote for the ladies. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you had a Dennis Rodman. Now, Dennis Rodman, that's like the one where you wake up in a town that you're not familiar with and a tattoo that you don't remember having at the beginning of the day and probably missing a tooth like something like the hangover possibly like i i would be intimidated to party with rodman i mean i think that's what would appeal to some people because you're not going to know where you're going to end up or like because it could turn on like moments notice mike tyson you got a picture of him with the cocaine mustache yeah, I mean, he's in there because he's crazy, but then again, he's, he terrifies so many people that they would shy away from that. Yeah. For obvious I, reasons. I, I wouldn't party with Tyson. Uh, now, the Babe is interesting. You got Babe Ruth on there, a little throwback. Yeah, I like that because, I mean, you all see, everybody's seen the movie. He's sitting there with a picture of him drinking beer with a, looks like a full uh, stringer full of trout. I mean, it looks like more than you caught at Lake Erie. It's quite a bit. No, I mean, that's impressive, but I mean, who wouldn't want to sit on a river drinking beer and catching fish with Babe Ruth? Then you got Andre the Giant. Now, that might need to be explained for some people out there, but why Andre? I think because for me, like, if, if you really get to know what he was about, he's like kind of like the eighth wonder of the world type thing. And I guess to be the mystique of watching this man down 100 and plus beers in one sitting, I mean, it, I would be mesmerized just being in his company. But a can of beer is like the size of his thumb. Like you imagine if you had to pick up that bar tab. That'd be outrageous. But I mean, I would love to witness it. I think I wouldn't even try to keep up, obviously, because I would die. But just watching him do that thing, you would have to be like, you know, without being seen pouring beers over your shoulder, acting like you're drinking them. Yeah, and, and if he caught me, he'd grab my head like when the what was that movie? Is in the princess the something? Princess Bride. He would like like just squash my whole skull. Yeah, you know that man. That's a party foul. <laughs> a party foul. <laughs> Andre Smash. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, to me, I mean, before we go to the last one, but for me, it's hard to pick between the babe and Andre. That's just my personal opinion. All right, so so the Gronk, Gronk is the last one. The Gronk. <laughs> Can we call him the Gronk? Yeah, he's retired now. I think that's appropriate. So he and he he would be a fun one, I think. But he he's kind of like it's like going to a frat party, right? He's kind of like a Rodman to an extent. You don't know where the night's going to go, but less weird. Less weird. Like, you don't I don't think any dudes are going to end up in a dress. Probably he ain't going to come out and drag or nothing. So you 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 would go with who? Who's your number one? I don't know if I who I'd pick between the babe and Andre. If I had to pick, I'd probably go Andre. So I think our our fans might have fell victim to the thumbs up icon because Wilt uh, came in number one. Rather that or the ladies. No, I think out. our fans are a bunch of sexaholics. That might be what it is, you know. So maybe if you would have put Tiger Woods on there, he would have came in in the top three. I think so. 
I, I for the record, would have picked Ric Flair, but he was not on there. So without Ric Flair, I, I'd probably go with the one I, I'm most likely to survive, and that would be Gronk. I, feel I mean, like. would you win on a ride like as a partner on Space Mountain? <laughs> Oldest ride, longest line. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now that we regained our composure a little bit from who you'd want to party with, I bet I know who you wouldn't want to party with, and that's rather Hulk Cosby or Bill Hogan. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know where he was going with that, but I I don't know. I don't want to party with that dude either way. You found that picture. Where did that come from? I've seen it before, but I hadn't seen it in a while. But like, was that not legit? So if you haven't seen it on our on our Facebook page, we're not sure if it's a hawked up Bill Cosby, you know, basically looking like Hulk Hogan, or a super, super tanned version of Hulk Hogan. What's the jury say? That looked to me like it's a hawked up Bill Cosby. It's Hawk Cosby, right? I think so. He's out of prison. Man. He's been in prison getting his swell on. What a jello pudding. He's going to put a roofie in the drink in the bump to the booth. So, you know, we're sitting here on the eve of the Midsummer Classic. We know we just had the home run derby, and the, the winner was? Mr. Alonzo from the Mets, unfortunately. Well, you know, he was uh, right behind uh, Bellinger, or I'm sorry, Yelich for the home run lead. And, uh, you know, he, he delivered. And how'd your boy Acuna do? I, I was impressed by Acuna, powered off fields, but uh, he's a leadoff guy, so he held his own. Is he the best power leadoff guy in the in the majors right now? I think so. I mean, him and George Springer. Of course you would say that. I do like George Springer. He's got impressive numbers, even though he's only playing like half the season. George Springer's got good numbers. Doesn't he have like 19 home runs and he missed a month and a half? Yeah, and dating back to last year, man. Just look it up. All right. So since it's, you know, the all-star break and, and we don't have a lot of baseball news going on, it is fun to look back. And apparently you came across some interesting news that today in 1978, Steve Yeager, and for those who don't know who Steve Yeager is, uh, could you enlighten us a little bit? I mean, everybody knows who he is. He's a Playgirl cover model, right? Well, I was going to go with a World Series co-MVP or, you know, a, a guy who played the uh, pitching coach on Major League. But in 1982, he was a Playgirl cover Sorry, model. Sorry, I've been partying with Wilt still, you know? <laughs> so uh, apparently, is it we, we couldn't confirm or deny this, but in 1978, former Playgirl, I mean, baseball player Steve Yeager, was a catcher in a game, and he actually whistled at a vendor after a pop-up and ordered himself two beers. At least he's double-fisting. He's double-fisting, even though people don't know what that means. Get with the program, people. Be more like Steve Yeager. The the other interesting tidbit that you threw out there for uh, our baseball fans out there was something about the Delaware River. And I know I was initially reading this going, what does the Delaware River have to do with anything? I mean, it was talking about basically like all brand new balls get washed down with some mud from this undisclosed location to take like the, the gloss off of them and before they get them ready for a major league game. So every major league baseball that's used in a game goes through a mudding process from the Delaware River? Uh, apparently so, and apparently the umpires do it before every game. Like, who gets that job? Do they have to send the umpires, like, the crew chief has to, like, you have to go to the Delaware River. <laughs> it's like, it's like a baptism, yeah. 
But I mean, if you look at it, I mean, honestly, when you go to a big league game, those balls aren't shiny white. I mean, it's like there's something going on there. No, I just assumed they were just like, like you know, don't they put them in like a humidor out in Coors Field and all that? I didn't know if they were doing something weird to the ballpark. The balls are flying out. It might be. I don't know. So maybe they maybe they need to find a different river with some heavier soot or something to put on. I don't know. I know you can't respond to that. I can't either. I'm just trying to think why the hell you put mud from the Delaware River on it. Say something, Mr. Brown. <laughs> there's nothing to say out of that. <laughs> I thought it was interesting, damn it. It is interesting. You know what's even more interesting? Your boy, uh, Kimbrel. For the Cubbies. He's looking stellar since his return. I mean, like, I don't know if it's the teammates in the bullpen or the opposing team, but they're, like, sitting there and they're like, <laughs> I mean, the the one meme from The Simpsons is Homer sitting at Moe's and, like, everybody around him's having a good time. That's the Cubs, right? And then in the middle is Homer by himself, all lonesome. That's that's Kimbrel. I mean, it is. I, I don't know if it's – I mean, it's obviously early, but his ERA is 12. 12.27. But it's magnified because of what he's making and – uh the fact that he plays in Chicago. Like, you can't have a closer that you just signed, you spent all this money on, that you waited to bring in, and you're going to pay him that money for 12.26 ERA? I mean, I'm pretty sure one of his blown saves single-handedly caused a battle royale between, like, 35 obese women between the Sox and Cubs games. Did you see that? In the stands. Like, they, you know, I, I don't understand. Why is it that, like, some teams, like, you know, the Yankees and Red Sox can hate each other, but the White Sox and Cubs, who hardly ever play, they get together and, like, everybody just starts acting like a fool. I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm blaming Kimbrel. These obese women are pissed off, I and mean, they're not taking it anymore. <laughs> it's the obese women and, and Kimbrel connection. Did you not see them haymakers, man? You know what? You know what I like about when women fight is they don't fight to look good. They fight to deliver a knockout. They're trying to kill somebody. All right, some other news of note with uh, Major League Baseball. Your your potential MVP, Cody Bellinger. He's 23 years or younger to to have what? 30 home runs by the All-Star break, is that correct? Yeah, he's he's over 30. So, it it was who who was on that list? Oh right? yeah, I'm jogging my memory here. You had Bellinger, you had McGuire, you had Willie Mays, and there was one more. I, I mean, that's a lead company, right? No, but I'm trying to think who the other one was. Ooh, Mister October. Oh, Reggie Jackson. Gotcha, Reggie. I mean, but nonetheless, that's that's great company to be in, and like take that all day, and even Big Mac before he was Big Mac, you know, and he was still hitting home. He had 49 home runs his rookie year. Yeah, I mean he he did. So which, I mean, which is which is incredible. But but Bellinger is is having an MVP season. That, that's for sure. He he's right there. It's going to be be. It was a three man race. Uh Yelich, Yelich, uh, Freeman, and uh, Bellinger. I just say Freeman, not as a brain somewhere, but just because. Homer alert. People tend to value players who are in the pennant race, and I'm thinking that Yelich may fall out. I mean, the Central's crazy. Who knows? Didn't A Rod win an MVP playing for the Rangers one year? I mean, I, I, yeah, but, you know, I'm sure. That was an outlier, though, right? Like, that was their, a big deal. What was the owner back then? He probably paid for that. <laughs> is Tom that George, George Bush? It's Tom Hicks, <laughs> I think. So our question of the week we put out there for all our followers was, who is the most overrated athlete to you? So we, we saw a lot, lot of 
certain names pop up. It's like once it started, it spread like wildfire. We didn't get a lot of variety on this one. Would you say that Bryce Harper going away was the number one choice? Yeah, it was definitely between, uh, I felt like between Bryce Harper and Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott came in, represented strong. He was high on the list. Uh, you know, I, I saw some LeBron in there, which, uh, you know, I was telling you earlier off off recording that, you know, I, I support that. I think LeBron is extremely overrated. And, and before everybody hates me on that, I just want to clarify, he's not the best of all time, but he should be. And I will always stick by that. If he ever cared more about winning than about being LeBron, he would be the GOAT, but he's not. So we just get to live with him being, to me, overrated because he's not the best of all time. And that's his choice, you know. He's, he's worried about Space Jam, too, more than uh, winning. <laughs> so uh, who are some other names on there, though? Some obscure names that kind of caught you off guard. Oh, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz popped up, which is... Uh, very random. Tim Tebow. Which how is Tim Tebow overrated? I guess I guess by some circles he's definitely overrated by certain fans. Uh well that was like uh we saw Mookie Betts on there. Yeah, that's absurd. Right but, there. You said he's leading the league in runs still, right? Yeah, this year he's leading the league in runs. But I guess that the the comment was that, you know, he lives in Boston and he's tired of Red Sox fans adorning him as the next Ted Williams. I mean, to to their defense though, you know, he was a first round like lock top five pick for fantasy and uh we're not just drafting this guy to lead us in runs. We want all five tool production here. So what, what about uh, any names you're surprised on on the list? Like, are you shocked that, like, a Patrick Mahomes doesn't make it on there? You know, just because he had one good year? No, I mean, I think it's too early for that. I mean, he did kind of slack off once his tools were taken away. But, well, I'd like to see after this year, and we'll go from there. So who's your most overrated player? Just like that, huh? You're going to put me right on the I'm spot? putting you on the spot. I didn't see your comments. <sighs> yeah, for obvious reasons. I was kind of I, – I was thinking and thinking, but – like the obvious one for me as a Brace fan is Bryce Harper, but I'm not going to go there because he does get on base. And if anybody's seen Moneyball, the object's to get on base. That is correct. And he does that. He's like at a 440 clip to get on base, even though his average is like below 250. So let's let him do his thing. I hate Bryce Harper, but, you know, we'll see what happens. So I'm going to go a different sport. I'm going to go uh, Russell Westbrook. That's a hard one to argue for me. Mr. Triple Double himself, two years running, right? Who who is an MVP caliber player some years, but I'm thinking you can't win with him now. Not as the guy. You just said it was hard to argue. You're making my argument for me. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Is that hard that you you've got me convinced just because you said it? Now he's either going to the Heat or the Bulls. It looks like. No, I mean here's the deal. I mean people's like it's Russell Westbrook. I love his tenacity. He's one of the most like. He's probably the player in today's game that's like kind of cutthroat, whereas a lot of these guys want to go have wine and, you know, know, steaks after the games. (laughs) He ain't trying to hang out, right? He's wanting to beat you. Yeah. He just sometimes don't have the skill set to do so. Uh, If he wasn't chasing the rebounds as much as trying to run the transition, that would probably help. What's frustrating for me is he's the last of anything big for Oklahoma City, right? It's dying. Like, he's literally, if he's gone, this is, they've had a good team in Oklahoma City since their creation, or since they came from Since they became the Thunder. You know, so this is a dying thing for them. I don't know how they're going to handle this, this rebuild. But let me say real quick about Westbrook. Yes, he's averaged a triple-double for two years in a row. But how many games 
has he, down the stretch, made that pass just to hit that stat, grabbed that re- rebound from Steven Adams just to take that rebound, and he would let him have it just to pad that stat. Now, he can't shoot. It's no, very clear. He cannot. That's why they lost in the playoffs. The game has passed him by. The game now is an outside game, and he still plays like basically like in uh, late 80s, 90s point guard. He's like, he's almost like a glorified Rajon Rondo, right? Oh, absolutely. Just I mean, but like, here's my problem. It should it should very much show you that he's overrated because now Oklahoma City is in full sell mode, and teams aren't lining out the door to trade for this guy. You've got I've heard Miami, I've heard Chicago, and I've heard Detroit. And I'll be honest, I'm a, I'm a Bulls fan, and we've been rebuilding since 98. <laughs> All right, so I know about rebuilds. And when I heard news of that, it scared me to death. It would be interesting to watch him and Jimmy Butler on the same team. Down in Miami? Now, I would love yeah. to see that because it don't affect my Bulls. Right. <laughs> but I think he's like where, where teams go to die. And I don't want him part of my team. So they, they made the mistake by betting the farm on him and not being able to keep Duran, huh? I mean, I don't think Duran was going to stay in OKC regardless. Nah, he's going to do whatever he wants to do. Maybe they should have traded him instead of Harden. Probably. Absolutely. All right. I don't even have a good overrated to come back. I'm going to stick by LeBron. So we're going to hate on NBA players with LeBron and Westbrook. How about that? I mean, that's fine. It's just because of his lack of killer instinct, right? Yeah. He he should be the best, but he's not. And then I agree with everything you said about Westbrook. So, haters, go ahead and tell us how we got it wrong. So, man, the NBA offseason, is it better than the regular season? I mean, I think it is because you don't know who's going where. And, like, once once it's all set, you're pretty much like, this is the finals. Let's just fast forward to that. I mean, that's what we're doing. We're paying attention to basketball in, in July, just trying to figure out what's going to happen in June next year. Like, it's it's become 12 months of just chaos. I mean, it's like, what buddies are going to team up this year? So, you know who has it all figured out, though? We were talking about this earlier, and you, you shared the video, but w- wouldn't you like to be Scooter McGruder? I mean, that dude's on point. I ain't going to lie. So you guys have probably all seen Scooter Magruder, but you don't know who he is. But he does a phenomenal job just giving you the the fans' impression. I, I feel like like he's on point. Like, nothing's wrong with what his, his take is. Like, I'm a Bulls fan, like I said, but, like, he barely even mentions the Bulls. He's just talking about closing his laptop because he's so disappointed. But it's very quick, and that's appropriate because that's all do, you need. We don't do crap. That was it. It was it was it was very apt, apropos for what Bulls fans are going through. But a lot has happened, and and albeit I was unplugged from all technology over the weekend, so I missed some things. I was camping in the mountains of Pocahontas County, West Virginia. Look that up on a map, losers. But anyway, I come back and and I find text messages from you and Canadian Biggie that that tell me the Clippers have assembled. You know, the, this amazing team. So they, they've got Paul George that they've traded 19 first-round picks for, and they, they've signed Boardman. I mean, Staples Center is going to be lit this year. It's going to be fun to watch. I, I, we, we've said it before. Like, can the Clippers overtake the Lakers? But is this is this it now? Because to me, the difference was – this wasn't necessarily like just getting forced like good players through trades or whatever. Like this was orchestrated, right? Like this, this was happening for a long time. 
it appears that like the the theories about Kawhi was dead on because he was like, I'm gonna wait it out. I'm gonna wait till some of these players sign so the Lakers miss out on it. Then I'm gonna go to the rival Clippers, play in the same building, and I'm gonna stick it to them every single time we play. And we're gonna steal the show in LA. But but you posted off of a reaction from Woj that the Clippers weren't even in this race. Yeah, I mean, he, he basically said it was down to the, the Raptors and the Lakers. And Woj is usually right. He got Kawhi'd. <laughs> he got, he got Kawhi'd or Kawhi'd? Kawhi'd. <laughs> he got Kawhi'd. So, so that being said, like, how, how did we not pick up on the subtlety of that? Knowing that the Clippers were the ones not making any noise yet. All the, look, went Toronto. They had the helicopters at the airport, the plane landing, him going to the airport, Drake showing up, offering him a record deal, whatever it was. Like, all that stuff got out there. And then you heard all the noise out of the Lakers camp and all the stuff that was going on there. You didn't hear anything from the Clippers. I mean, to our defense, we both said that the Clippers were where he was going to go. And For then, months. Yeah, we said it. We said it when the finals were over. We even said I don't care that Toronto wanted to be a great store if he stayed, but he's going to Clippers. Well, he did. And, uh, you know, it turns out that he was recruiting people all year long. Apparently when he's playing that, you know, fierce man-to-man defense, you know, the guys he liked, you know, he was saying, why don't you come to L.A. with me? And, and that includes a guy like Kevin Durant, which Kevin Durant was like flattered and, and shocked that he would ask that. But Durant ends up, you know, going to Brooklyn. You know, a team that was 30th in attendance in the NBA last year, but it's Brooklyn, man. I mean, here's the deal for me, though, with the Clippers. I got the, you got LeBron in L.A. Right. You got A.D. going to L.A. Right. Who can or cannot stay healthy. We'll see. So far, so far has he not. can't. Yeah. But here's the deal. Leonard, other than sitting out that one year in uh, San Antonio, which some of it may not have been injured. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it wasn't. And then you have Paul George and that freak injury in the in the playoffs. Who's now pretty much back. To, I mean, he was the MVP finalist. Yeah, that's my point, though. What I was going to say is, you got everybody's talking about Kawhi going to the Clippers. But Paul George is a top three candidate in the MVP, and no one's really talking about it. He's like taking second fiddle He might be the bigger Kawhi. get. He really is. He might be the bigger get. Because you got Kawhi and Paul George, dude. I mean, and then our man Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly. You know, I'm telling you, it's going to be fun. Patrick Beverly and uh, Kawhi Leonard seem like they belong on the same team. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you, that's a match made in heaven. And then what's what's even makes it better is the Lakers last year traded their center. I don't know how you say it. Zubak or however you say it. Yeah, I don't know. To the Clippers. <laughs> and now he's starting for the Clippers. And uh, he's, a, he's a good talent, too. And he's sitting there. And that might be like one of the difference factors, though. But I love it. So, so how – who? well, let me ask you this. You know, it, we, we go back to the, the Lakers, you know. And, and I learned this before I hit the Lakers. Do you know it's not the Los Angeles Clippers anymore? It's just the L.A. Clippers. I mean, I didn't know that now. Yeah, I, apparently, that's all you can say. It's just L.A. Clippers. Don't call them Los Angeles. They're the L.A. Clippers. That's it. So they're trying to separate themselves already? I, I guess. But that that's a thing. But you were talking about the Lakers and, and who they lost and went to the Clippers and all that. But do you see who else the Lakers signed, who they happened to pick up uh, th- this past couple of days? Well, Danny Green. There's another one. You got uh, Quinn Cook. You got McGee signed again. Another big guy. 
You got, uh, oh, Boogie. Boogie. Sorry, sorry, sorry. A long day Saturday. So the Lakers are just, they've become the New Orleans Pelicans. Plus LeBron. Yeah, because you had Rondo too. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, so do you really expect this team to like compete for a title? I mean, I saw some projections and I absolutely agree. I think four seed, possibly three would be the best case scenario, but I'd say four. I think that's a high ceiling for them to get to. I'd say four. Four is realistic. I mean, having them in a four and five seed when the playoffs start. How many games is LeBron going to play this year? As many as he wants. How many is that? I don't know. He's playing the point this year, I heard. Yeah. I'm going to say he doesn't play more than 50 games. So they can get Rondo and uh, Quinn Cook still the show. It's, he's he's not going to hold up. West is a different ball game. How many games is Anthony Davis going to play this year? <laughs> I'm definitely going under fifty for him. <laughs> You're going under fifty right there? now. Absolutely. So you, you think with all that, there's still going to be a top four? Uh, I think it just depends on who misses when. If they miss at the same time in a certain stretch, they're done. So. Is is Boogie Cousins like the fat version of Shaq later in his career now? I mean, I posted that, but I think Boogie's got some good ball left in him. But the, the problem is, kind of like Westbrook, he's kind of a forgotten type player in today's game. He's like a traditional big. He tried to step out and shoot some with uh, Golden State, but it's not consistent for the guy. Like, I mean, I think he's like one of those players that just needs to go on a, a random small market team and averages 20 and 10, and he could do that. <laughs> All right, last little thing on the NBA I got for you. So, Aisha Curry. <laughs> I wish I wish Biggie was here because we know he 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 feels a certain way about her. Guy feels differently. But Guy Fieri also, you know, feels that way. So, you know, Aisha Curry, uh, Aisha Curry is a, you know, one of these celebrity chef, right? Uh so we found this video of uh or not video, but a picture of uh Guy and Aisha, are they poolside or something? It looks like they're poolside. Is he taking her to Flavortown? I think he already did. Steph's got to get his act together. Yeah, I mean she's thirsty. I mean he just got he's just got to get her something to drink. I mean this is this is too much. <laughs> I don't even know where to go from here. <laughs> it's out of control. Guy knew where to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, chicks dig it when you wear your sunglasses on the back of your head like that. Absolutely. I'm going to blonde my hair with some frosted tips. <laughs> uh, all right. Who's going to win the NBA championship? Right now, it's the first week of July. This is our one shot to be uh, – Too early to tell kind of thing. Yep. So go out on the limb. Make a prediction. Who you got? I am going to go the mm, Milwaukee Bucks. I was going to say the same thing. Ah. Uh. That's all right. We can agree on that. I, I might jinx it, but let's be honest. They were close, right? Well, then let's go Denver Nuggets. No, there's no way they make it out of the West. Yeah. Milwaukee kept everybody together. And they got the other Lopez now. That's true. They got Brooke and Rob. That's your Bob and his brother. Ready for those memes to start rolling in no, on it's, here? it's on now. Well, I guess they lost Brogdon, right? Yeah, who cares? Yeah, he somebody overpaid for Just him. Just filling, filling minutes. Where did he go? Who cares? He got $124 million. <laughs> Was it the Pacers? I'm not sure. Yeah, might as well be. No one really cares. They're not going to win at all. Absolutely not. And that's our season away.
All right, well, I guess we'll do this again next week. We're not going to have NBA free agency or any of that nonsense to talk about, so we better find some uh, – we better be tuning into the Ocho this week and, and reading our obscure sports quarterly to make sure we're up on whatever topics to come up between now and then. I mean, if you want me to join in, you know, I'm going to have to Skype in from uh, Nags Head. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, you know what? You can enjoy that, and I'll sit here lonely and, and try to figure out how to piece something together. Or you could just uh, pull a Canadian Biggie out of retirement and get his ass to do something. I don't know. I'm too uh, too worried about him sending me these Stephen King picks that he's uh, sharing me. That he's down. driving into. <laughs> driving through North Dakota. Stranger Things uh, just came out of the new season, so maybe I'll just talk yeah, about it. a reference. He's like, this ain't going to end well. <laughs> it's not. It's <laughs> not.